So welcome, Jonas and Nick. Uh, we're here together. Well, we're not together. We're each at our homes, uh, but we wanted to uh, look back at, at our adventure that we've had finished about four days ago. And so uh, I just wanted to take some time to, to reflect back on it. We already did right after when, well, well when we were back at, uh, at, at Arlon. But um, yeah, I could tell that, uh, yeah, there were uh, a little too many things that were like still hurting at that point to have a really good yeah reflection over the entire trip. So I wanted to take some time to let it all sink in. And then now we're here four days later to, uh, yeah, talk about it. So uh, I'm really curious. I'm just going to start off by asking you guys just like, how are you looking back at our adventure uh, four days later? Um, yeah, I'll just start. Uh, but for me it's mostly um inspired yeah yeah mostly that and just like looking with like a good feeling uh, about last week and the things that uh, we did as a team and you um as a person and it just convinced me that there are literally no limits to what you wanna what to what you can do um you just like it's uh it's gonna be a mental struggle mm -hmm. and like i underestimated that mental part um beforehand i think okay. because i was i i was like now i can say it but the few weeks before i was like whoa he's not actually training that much no. and like <laughs> i'm like whoa how is he gonna do like 562 kilometers yeah okay but kobe probably has his ways of doing that mm -hmm. um as he's um yeah as he's shown in the in the past um but then like after day one i was like yeah maybe this was the physical one mm -hmm. and like from there on i was like this is like every fucking step is just yeah mental yes it's like it's not even it doesn't even um like has anything to do with like being physically able to do uh, mm -hmm. like a run or like an ultra run of 100 kilometers, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just like it looked like every step was a mental struggle. Mm -hmm. And I very much underestimated that part. Wow. Well, that's interesting to hear from from you who actually I mean, you've, you've run your own 100 mile, right? So I, I think that's interesting would you not what part of that for you was was mental then in that in that race versus physical only only the the, the last 35 kilometers mm. because yeah. i re okay. really started to struggle because all the rest was yeah mostly physically yeah, yeah like i feel like until the 120 kilometer mark i still ran mm -hmm. to my like physical possibilities on my uh, 100 mile race whereas like that was just the first day for you yeah, which resembles the same amount of like the distance, mm -hmm. but then waking up and like having to do another day, like same distance, same twelve-hour or thirteen-hour yeah. day, mm -hmm. like that. Mo in that moment, everything shifts. Mm -hmm. Like everything seemed to shift from like a physical standpoint to a mental um, struggle. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I can. I mean, that's, I can relate to that, and it's it's interesting to hear you say. Uh, something else that feels like a mental struggle to me right now is I'm wondering where does that noise come from? Is does somebody have like a train on the background permanently? Um, Am I the only one hearing that? I hear it. I hear it too. It's like. It's, it sounds a bit it's like, like a, an air conditioning or yeah, something. Yeah, the wind blowing or so. I don't know. It must have been yours again. No. I don't hear something myself. <laughs> it's probably because it's they have probably a noise cancellation on. <laughs> Can I mute myself in this thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's better. Yeah, it's gone. Okay, so maybe Jonas is going to have to mute himself when he wants to talk. Oh, okay, but you can still hear us, Jonas, right? So you can jump in whenever you want. Yeah, I can yeah. jump in if I need okay, to. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's very thanks. Uh, I, I feel so sorry for him. Okay. Uh, uh, no, yeah, I mean, um, it, it's interesting uh, to, hear, to hear you say that, Nick. So, yeah, I mean, uh, but to your point about the preparation, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always curious to, I mean, why, why did you not ask that question uh, ahead of time, for example, about that, like, that I wasn't working out too much? Were you concerned but, that I was gonna be no, it w- get nervous, or uh, I'm just just curious? I, I know you were like doing the work you thought you mm. like yeah. needed to do, yes. and especially with the hamstring like um, flaring up and all of that. Like yeah. I wasn't, the calf. I did, yeah, the calf. Uh, I didn't want to be the the guy that was like, <laughs> yeah, like asking questions questions about the training so yeah. i was okay. like if he's doing it this way then he's like sure of yeah. that's cool. the way he's gonna yeah. have to do it yeah and like it wasn't my place to like doubt your training process okay. in that moment yeah, but now <laughs> i can say that freely i, I yeah. <laughs> no sure but yeah i mean I'm, I'm just asking because you can def- definitely ask in the future i mean if anything I yeah think, but also uh, I would like definitely welcome your perspective so yeah, but also like in that point, uh, like my, like, I don't know how your body was. Fe- I didn't mm-hmm. know how your body was feeling actually at that time mm-hmm. because yeah. you were actually even like thinking of not running the half marathon with me because mm-hmm. of like the yeah. flare, uh, like the pains uh, mm-hmm. in your legs. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna let him do his thing because mm-hmm. the moment you start doubting that part, I think of your training and mm-hmm. everything, then like the struggle starts earlier. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person, Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't think it would have thrown me off much. I mean, to your point, I think I, I was confident in what I was doing. Uh, I also knew that the, the, the biggest challenge would not be the, the physical part at that point. Um, so yeah, it, it was really all about just me and yeah, ready mentally and Honestly, in, in hindsight, uh, I mean, we've talked about it when we were, I think we were, in, we were having the beer when we got back in Arlon. Uh, if, if there's anything that I would do in preparation for another thing like this, I would rather go on a 10-day silent retreat than do some crazy yeah, training with like tons of 100-mile weeks or even more. Uh, because I've just noticed how much of this is just a very, I mean, yeah, how much of this is mental versus, versus physical. So... Um, no, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely there with you on the, the, the mental versus physical aspect of, the, of this and, yeah, the, the way you should kind of treat it in, in, in preparation uh, of an event like that. So, yeah, I mean, it was... But yeah, coming back to your question, it was, mm-hmm. it's mostly inspiration mm-hmm. that I uh, have drawn from it. Yeah, cool. Like, 
inspiration in terms of things you see yourself doing in the future or like what does it make you think of exactly yeah like mostly that um of the things i want to do myself mm -hmm. but also like the endless possibilities of the things i can do mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah my brain hasn't been uh still uh the last couple of days that's oh, interesting. something i What's can assure you oh i've uh, looked up a few um big um routes around europe um mm, cool that uh would fit a possible um multi-day thing for myself awesome which ones um i've looked into the um santiago de compostela the french okay, way cool which is about 760 kilometers um and um I'm not sure what the name exactly is, but um, it's one of the oldest trails in England where you run mm. um, the, the tip one? of uh, Cornwall, oh, Cornwall. Uh, which okay. is like just over a thousand kilometers, but yeah, which might be a big, a bit on the big side for the first one. So <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why I hope that yeah. maybe I'm more like leaning into the Santiago de Compostela mm -hmm. uh, one. Yeah, I think it all boils down to how much time you give yourself, right? I mean. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely not for this year. Yeah. Like this year is uh, planned to the full. So oh, yeah. it might be like the middle or the end of next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not even so much so in the in the amount of preparation time you give yourself, but just like and how, how much time do you expect to finish those things? If you just take it from day by day and you just enjoy running 60 to maybe 80 kilometers if it's flat each day, then that can be much more enjoyable and feel quite effortless compared to wanting to run 120k each day or like 100 to 120k each yeah. day so i mean it's, there's so many different ways to go about yeah things. i'm not sure on that like front like i'd mm -hmm. love to see where i can go like yeah. pushing myself mm -hmm. um but um knowing myself i'll probably opt for that option mm -hmm. but um let's see how uh, my perception of um physical activity changes or shifts yeah. in the next couple of months <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure the next couple of months are going to be interesting for you too so uh, i'm definitely looking forward to to those uh and yeah if you're uh if you would ever doubt but i i'm pretty sure you wouldn't uh if you head out on your own journey then definitely uh i'm definitely in to crew for you so uh yeah just just hit me up perfect but uh, i'm also curious to hear how our uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. Like, how, how would you say that? He's not a running. Uh, like he, he he has run before, but he doesn't run as much. So I'm just curious to see what Jonas, his uh, or how he looks back at the uh, at the trip. Like what what sticks with you, Jonas? I agree with. Uh, I agree that it was also inspiring. Um, for me, naturally the. Yeah, not especially the running part. I, mm -hmm. I don't plan to run something like that myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like your mental strength, uh, mm -hmm. that was really inspiring. And just the fact of going on an adventure mm -hmm. and yeah, doing an expedition, uh, doing something you really want to, uh, mm -hmm. certainly felt inspiring. Mm, yeah. Um, and what I also noticed from this. Uh, adventure is that I just really wow. like to be part of a mission. Wow, yeah, that's cool. It's really very fulfilling for myself, and I 
you also notice that with other people who join that yeah. just be a part of something like that yeah uh, it's fulfilling and yeah. yeah yeah i mean wow that's that's cool to hear you say that because it's, it's really funny because one of the main reasons that i actually wanted to do this is because i enjoyed being part of uh an adventure like that obviously last year with the vialpina with carol so much and i wanted to have more of those experiences and i was looking like to other people to do things like that and then obviously thomas did last year for example uh but i was like at some point well why not just do that myself and then just see what what happens and obviously i would have to run myself but then still it i, I still had that same feeling of of being in this together with other people and just seeing how it brings people together and and how yeah people yeah how people just naturally connect it even though they have have never seen uh each other before i mean even you and nick had only see, seen uh, each other once before we 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 headed out so yeah it's it's really interesting that the feeling that you you had or, or the, that you're describing is also exactly what yeah something that i wanted to experience more of myself so yeah it's it, that's that's really cool cool to hear how that uh yeah i don't know kind of goes full circle yeah definitely um how are you feeling kobe um yeah i mean in all, all honesty I'm, 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 I mean, it's not, a, I mean, I'm not in a super dark place, but it's like, I don't know, the overarching feeling after four days now is mostly concern <laughs> because I still can't walk properly. I mean, it's not as bad as it was once when, when, when you finished, but it's, uh, my knee still hurts, it's still swollen. Uh, I can't bend it entirely. And so I'm not so sure still at this point as to whether or not it was a good ID to continue to run with so much knee and foot pain. So yeah, I, <laughs> I hope, I mean, and I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to be able to see the silver lining and also definitely be able to let, uh, let it, let all the positives sink in. But at this point, I'm, I'm mainly concerned about my knee because I, I could tell I would definitely be disappointed if it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to think too much about it, but let's say I have to go get surgery to fix the knee. That, that's something that would definitely not be worth. Like, however, I mean, that would definitely not be worth it. So, so uh, that that's the the dominating feeling over the past couple of days. Uh, definitely when I wake up at night because the knee just hurts so much, and so that's that that yeah, that's the overarching feeling for me right now. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to leave a little silence in case you just had any questions <laughs> about that. But um, there's definitely there's definitely other other feelings too, obviously that um, that uh, that that stick. Um, uh, and and I mean it's it's almost on the same same note with the knee. Uh, it's uh, even though uh, I, I would definitely suck if it's uh, if it's yeah if it's not something that just heals by itself. Um, I mean, I'm just also kind of surprised by how long I was able to keep going, even though it hurts a lot. Like I would say at kilometer 260, um, every single step that I took, I mean, there's probably a couple that, that wasn't the case, but the majority, the far majority, I was just 
really painful um like both in the the yeah the arch of my foot and then the outside uh, of my knee so it's um it's something that i was surprised by myself how at some point you can actually make peace with all that pain and actually just decide to to continue to run um but the the main thing it also did was that because I think maybe because it was so painful at some point it also stopped be being fun and that was something that I really struggled with to to accept definitely it's it's definitely something that I wanted to I mean I felt ashamed to just share that with uh with the team so I only managed to share it with Justine when she was there uh and that, that helped me to share that with the, with the group as well uh because I just didn't want to sound I mean ungrateful or like just disrespectful for all the hard work that you guys were putting in but that was just really what it felt like at that uh, at that point so yeah i don't know if you picked up on that or what you make of that yeah but you, you did start mentioning that on day two eh? yeah uh, when you had a little bit of a mental first mental breakdown i would mm-hmm. say and then you indeed said that i'm not sure if i if i'm making fun yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I was a bit surprised that you would expect that such a such an endeavor would be would only be fun. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think a lot of it has probably to do with the way we define fun. Um and I mean it's it's not because it hurts that it's it, it can be fun. So it's um I think the main thing that I was probably experiencing at that point was just that uh yeah it was hurting a lot and I was I was just I was upset. Well, upset is not the point. I was resisting the fact that or I was experiencing a lot of resistance against the fact that I was hurting. But at the rare occasions where I was not we where I was actually accepting the pain. It, it you you carry it very differently and it just becomes much more effortless and it can still be still be fun so it's um it's it's yeah it's 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 an interesting dance on on different levels and it's uh yeah it's it's something that i i think boils down a lot to just yeah the semantics of of what what we mean when we talk about having fun because i definitely did not intend to go out on the run that would just only be hurtful from the beginning to the end and then that i would only want to want this run to end because that would really beat the point of just embarking on that journey in the in the first place so um so yeah i don't i don't know how you how you look at it if you like if if you mentioned that you were kind of surprised when I mentioned that on day two, is do I understand correctly that you basically would look at it as though it it would actually make sense for that entire journey to not be fun? Or why? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to start off there. Like, how would you? How do you look at at that? Uh, yeah. If I personally would start something like that, I, I would expect that I have some very difficult moments. Uh, and yeah, on, on the second day, it felt like you were a bit surprised that after running uh, after running almost 180 kilometers, mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, <laughs> the the fun was a bit uh, lost in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but on the same on the same note, I would say that it's also I was I was also I mean I was expecting obviously to hit rough patches, and I think if you embark on something that feels so much bigger than yourself, it's inevitably going to trigger a lot of things that you have hidden inside, and so it was definitely triggering all those things when I was breaking up in tears on, on day two. Um, yeah, simply because I was just trying to keep it all together way too, way too much. And, and that was just not, not going to work. So the trail kind of beat that out of me. And, uh, yeah, after that, the breaking point on day two, I somehow still managed to run, I don't know, like 27 or 28 kilometers. And I mean, I think even though they were still, they were still hard kilometers. They, they definitely felt different after just shedding a couple of uh yeah of tears so it's yeah it's i don't know it's it's an interesting journey and i think it's one that will continue to trigger a lot of yeah a lot of things on a lot of different different levels so but um kobe like mm -hmm. the most like what i mostly hear about what you're remembering from the run is mm -hmm. like all like has a like a bit of a negative tone to it like th there's no feeling proud or like anything like that mm. well i mean uh, <clears throat> yeah for sure there is but it's definitely still <laughs> much more subtle and less yeah obvious than all the pain that i've been through i mean honestly uh, to some extent it's kind of traumatizing i mean uh you just put yourself consciously through the pain all the time so it's like i mean at some point all these 20 kilometer sections they just all seemed endless uh, endless so um it was yeah i don't know at some point uh, it just yeah i just started to feel like um like not like chores but it's something that yeah it, it could definitely start to feel yeah just just I mean, traumatizing is definitely dramatizing it, but it's it's yeah so something that's because of all the pain. It's it's not something that I, I think I can just um, just yeah neglect just like that or just assume that it's not gonna okay. do anything to me uh, afterwards. But there's definitely I mean there's definitely pride too. I mean I, I've I've really surprised myself and I'm I'm definitely proud of myself for for being able to. Yeah, continue and just to, to decide or choose to continue to yeah embrace the exercise of yeah just trying to absorb everything and, and and let it all in and see see whatever would yeah would would happen um but yeah i think it might definitely also just be a little uh yeah a little uh, or how should i put it um, yeah, it may just be steeped in the, um, in the, the, the most predominant, the predominant emotion that I'm just experiencing right now. And just ask me once I'm a little better arrested and I don't feel my knee anymore, I'm sure I'm going to be forgetting about all that pain rather quickly. So that might be a very different conversation, uh, already, but for now it's, yeah, definitely kind of like reconciling with the fact that it hurt a lot. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I don't want to sound too depressing, but I, I'm, I'm just kind of honoring the way I'm experiencing right now. So, yeah, I hope I don't sound too dark. No, no, for sure not. Like, I can imagine you you visited some dark places. Yeah. <laughs> so, nothing against it. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, talking about those dark places, it was also really striking to see how when the, 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 the night actually set and so when everything was dark, that's when things started to get dark rather quickly, like in my head too. So I thought that was yeah really interesting to see how that triggered a lot of fear, uh, even though we were almost yeah back at the camp. I just almost, if you weren't there, I would have been like, what the hell, what the hell is this all yeah, about? But what we am I doing there? We only did that like we. You only had to run in the dark like once, no? Like yeah, in, the, in the evening, in the morning dark, every day. Yeah, yeah, morning. Okay, yeah. But in the morning it was way better, probably because I was just usually pretty well rested, and then it just didn't bother me too much. But when I'm in the dark and I'm tired, it just I don't know. It just makes me feel of scary situations that are getting out of hand and that I just don't know how or <laughs> if they're going to end well or not. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Th that, that was kind of the, the feeling that, that, uh, that took me that night. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say maybe, uh, I mean, there's gotta be uh, further down this conversation, gotta be <laughs> some more positive notes. Uh, when, when, yeah, when we talk through some, uh, some other experiences and um, yeah, I, I definitely gonna, try to to mention those two but for now I, I would say it's definitely the concern with the knee and um yeah just kind of a yeah reminder of yeah the amount of yeah how it hurt it hurt it mostly so yeah but to maybe turn it into a more uh to, yeah, turn it back to a lighter mood i'm also just really curious to see like uh, or to hear behind the scenes uh, or some more behind the scenes stories from, from you guys. Like if you would have to pick a couple of your favorite moments like behind the scenes and I'm talking about behind the scenes, it's really like when you were crewing and you were trying to fix everything or, or get somewhere in time or yeah, I mean, whatever pops in your mind, like what, what, what pops in your mind when I ask you about your favorite moments behind the scenes? <laughs> Like starting with the start of this whole fucking adventure, like yeah. us calling like traffic service yes. <laughs> for the battery. Yeah. I think that's like, yeah, the first and the most important one, mm -hmm. <laughs> like standing at the start line, um, a car not working and you having to start your journey was mm -hmm. pretty intense, let's yeah. say. Um, but you would but, say that's that's a favorite moment. That's because I was going to ask you about like your looking challenging back, moments too. But <laughs> but looking back, it, it was one of like I always think an adventure is only an adventure because there are moments where you like yeah have to problem solve. Like yeah, yeah. In the end, it was a, 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 a like a fun situation because the battery yes. was dead. We were in a car that we didn't like. I've only sat in the car for like. 10 minutes or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. I slept in it, but um, yeah. we just had to problem solve our way through it. Mm -hmm. And eventually you did get to the start line in time, like mm -hmm. everything turned out and we were, um, yeah, at the first stop in time. So mm -hmm. like it all, it's all part of the whole thing. Yeah, um, cool. So it was def it's definitely one that I will remember forever. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I would say that makes you, uh, I mean, a great, a crew member because if those are the things you love then i mean yeah crewing is is definitely for you <laughs> yeah it's 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 just that that makes the whole thing worth uh being part of mm -hmm. i feel yeah i mean that's cool i don't know do, do you feel 
do you feel about it the same way Jonas or is that different for you uh well initially when that happened i had another feeling like no way it's gonna be an adventure like this where everything goes wrong mm -hmm. uh, but in, indeed in the end that was uh yeah the most inconvenience thing that we we had mm -hmm. during the trip mm -hmm. and like says it's part of the adventure yeah um but what i enjoyed uh were definitely the the hot coffees that nick awesome. made every morning and uh, <laughs> the, the first stop was always the most there we most of the time had more time mm -hmm. to, to wait because there were less uh other supporters around and mm -hmm. Uh, less work to do, so we, we just drove to the first uh, um, support point and then had a nice coffee while still waiting in the van. Yeah, uh, yeah I still remember those as well. To be outside, so that was nice. It were nice moments before uh, the world was awake. <laughs> yeah, and also because the weather was so beautiful, the yeah. sunrise was stunning, like every day. Oh, I'm sure. Like, and we just had a nice quiet morning every day yeah did you guys nap at all during not the day? once really oh yes i would nap all the time on the vlp now yeah um, okay so, yeah, but I we had off. like solid seven and a half hours yeah of okay. sleep time so yeah. it was pretty like my day-to-day -day routine like mm. seven to eight hours of sleep yeah. and I think that's why I didn't really need it. Okay. Well, it's I'm a learning person and anyway, so. Um, yeah, I didn't really felt tired. Okay. Uh, during the trip. That's good. That's good. A bit I mean, more after the trip though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also like the shift to the summertime made mm. it a lot like Mm, yeah. On Sunday morning, I woke up and I thought of like I was hit by a train or something, <laughs> and I was like, thinking, "Does this come of the past week or is this because of the time, um, the time change?" Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it's also just yeah, just different routine again, or just like you get off the the, the train, or just like I mean, you get off the roller coaster and then all of a sudden, it, yeah, it's uh all of the fatigue that you maybe didn't notice bubbles up or I don't know. Yeah, it could be too. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't in all, all in all, I, I mean, I wasn't too tired after the trip either. It's just, yeah, just the need has been bothering me. So I have really bad, uh, I mean, sleep really bad at night. So I'm still napping in the afternoon <laughs> to catch up <laughs> on sleep. So yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we started to experiment with the naps uh, from my side on the last two days. That definitely helped. That was definitely something that uh, I'm going to do more of in the future. So that was a good experience for me. What other moments come to mind for you guys? Um, yeah, just like random moments um, or like, the times every every time I ask you what do you want to eat, like mm, I was prepared yeah. to like make um, fabulous dishes and like a lot of good food and like yeah. every fucking time you just like I just want white rice, maybe a <laughs> bit of cucumber, like 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to make you pasta pesto or like a yeah. bowl or a burrito and it, like just yeah. you just ate and yeah you know I totally like, forgot about uh, the bean dishes that you asked me all. to bring <laughs> yeah well yeah but I didn't like I just didn't think of them like once somehow like I don't know but I, don't I know asked you like a lot of times do you want like a really? burrito wrap or whatever no. and you like, Oh, yeah. Every time no. you were just like, no, that's too intense. I just okay. want plain rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably, okay. usually, yeah, most of the time how I really thought about it. It just, there's just so many, uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you say that? Uh, in Dutch, it's, it's prickles. There's just so many sensations. Let me just. Yeah, I that. think sensations to you, like tasting yeah. palate. And yeah, not just tasting palate, just in general, just all the things you see, feel smell uh, and taste and then all of a sudden it's like well can we have the most sensationless dishes please because i am definitely overstimulated so uh it felt like yeah the simpler the the easier to to deal with at that point so so yeah but i I can imagine like Mm -hmm. living off uh energy gels like Mm -hmm. in bars and wine games you just won't plain and simple rice yeah yeah like yeah. that's why on my 100 miles as well like after i think 10 hours i just mm-hmm. ate plain oats just yeah for the sake of a neutral like yeah. taste mm-hmm. yeah i mean i can definitely relate to that um so i mean in talking about this i made a couple notes about some positive things that I remember from the trip. So if you want to hear them, I can, I can drop them in right now or I can ask my, I, I can ask my next, next question and cover them later. Whatever yeah, no, no, maybe it's good to go over it because <laughs> people will think you're all negative about this trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, there's definitely, I mean, I've, on multiple occasions, I've just felt really proud, um, not just of myself, but just of the team as well. Uh, and those definitely, those are moments that definitely stand out. But like I said, they're just little muddles right now because of the, how I'm feeling about the knee. But some things that came through are, for example, I'm just really, really proud. And someone even texted me about it today. And I really appreciated that, that text message, um, how we stuck to our philosophy, even when the push came to, uh, shove at the final day, um, where we were like all of a sudden thinking or considering to finish the first 140, well, the final 140K uh, in one day and just, yeah, like compromising on all the fun that we the, that we were having at that, at that moment and just like not bother with fun anymore, change the philosophy and then start just push, 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 push all the way through the end because now all of a sudden the time was the most important thing. And I'm, I'm really proud how we navigated that and how we just stuck to just accepting that, yes, we, we may be faster this time, but we, we, we're not going to be faster and have the same amount of fun or enjoy it as much as we would if we just take, just take a couple more hours of time. And I don't know why it is, but those moments when you have to like, where, you in, where you're like um, invited to make those hard decisions, it's, and then we somehow stick to what we really feel feels like the best uh, is, is yeah our moments that make me really proud and I'm, I'm really grateful for so those are those are yeah that that's one example that i just um yeah that i just had to think of and then i would say the second thing that that comes to mind are just in general the people uh the people that 
yeah, all the people that came to join us uh, and supported us and didn't even ask a question if they, yeah, if I asked them to, to well, the, sometimes they didn't even have to ask. People just suggested carrying my pack. And I was like, wow, would you do all those things for me? That's like so amazing. And it's not like because I think of myself to be so special. It's just really more the appreci like the appreciation for how supportive people can be and how much people will go out of their way to help people in adventures that they care about. Um, and so it's, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's something that's just really heartwarming and that, yeah, that, that definitely sticks. Uh, yeah, just, just how supportive people can be is, um, is, is really another, definitely another, um, thing I remember about, uh, about the adventure. So yeah, I just wanted to throw those two in there and then maybe there's going to be even more once we continue. So if there's any thoughts on that, you can definitely share them or I can jump into the next question. Yeah. Maybe a funny side note, like if people, like if I tell people what you did and like people are not really com like comfortable or in the running scene, mm -hmm. um, they asked me, ah, and how many, like, did he listen to the, to music at all or anything? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, he only talked for 10 minutes for the full 24 hours that I ran with him. So <laughs> <laughs> he at least, he really didn't listen to any music. It was no. just all in his head. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I, I've considered it a couple of times, but uh, I never really pulled the trigger on that music thing uh i don't know it's it's not something i missed either so I, I just kind of enjoyed it the way we the way we did it so yeah i can completely uh imagine that it's a lot more intense maybe but like a lot more valuable to just spend the time with yourself and also that was more mm. the like the idea how you wanted to do this thing i guess it, yeah, exactly. And also I felt like if I would have, uh, yeah, played some music at the, those moments, it would have been really to distract myself from all the discomfort that I was experiencing and not really necessarily because it would enhance the moment or the experience at that time. And if I would have felt that it was just like, would almost allow me to feel more of what I was experiencing at that point or that it would, I don't know, like if you're sad and you play a sad song, it can feel really good. So if it would have been something like that, I would definitely... I mean, I wouldn't have really felt much resistance again playing mu music, but that's not what was tempting me to listen to music. It was the moments that I was thinking about music were moments that I was really struggling and I was like, I, I really want to get away from this pain. Um, but those are things I typically don't want to do because it just gives so much power to that, to that sensation of pain. And uh, yeah, I, I'd rather not get away from it and just try to get as close as possible to it. So that's... Uh, that's usually how I how how I go about it. So yeah, that's kind of the relationship with music in a nutshell. Were there any challenging moments for you guys, or is just all fun from beginning to the end? Like mostly, it was actually like <laughs> <laughs> I really had like like on a like yeah on a crewing standpoint, definitely. Mm -hmm. I really didn't feel like like there was a lot of challenge hmm. um maybe like having to like the supporters car was sometimes a bit of an like not an issue but it was like it ended up being jonas driving it and all of that which wasn't a big problem but it was just like something 
mm-hmm. that um, we ended up doing mm-hmm. um, more. Um, but it, it was all fine. Like, but mm. there were not really struggles. I feel like I ran uh, always every day. I ran like section two and three with you. Yeah. Like from twenty to sixty. Um, one day I did the the last one as well, which was like I'm glad I, that I did that because like it's a whole other thing to run like twenty to sixty than it is to run eighty to um, a hundred. And so that was very, very cool as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, all fun on this side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm obviously glad to hear that. But it's, it's some part of me is also almost confu- confused because it's, it's honestly, it's something I wanted to discuss with you just, just one on one. But now that we're here on the topic, I just wanted to ask the question right now. I was almost surprised that we, that you almost never seem to hit like a like, was there never a moment where you felt like you were crossing boundaries or doing things where you were like, well, Kobe, I know that this is something you need, but I can't offer this to you right now. Like you were almost so helpful all the time that I was like, wow, is he like somehow putting himself, I don't know, his own needs or whatever, uh, almost aside too much to to help me or to, yeah, to, to, yeah, to, to help me out. I don't know. Uh, I don't find the exact proper way to put it in and in, in English I, but do, do you understand what I mean uh, maybe I do but also I don't because like for me when you asked me if I was interested in crewing you on mm-hmm. this journey yeah I was prepared to do like everything except yeah. wiping your ass yes. like <laughs> like if you would have yeah. asked like can you dry my feet I would have done mm-hmm. it like, I, like I've got a blister yeah I would have like um let let like handled it like that was not really uh i i feel like if you go crew someone on mm-hmm. a journey like this where um he's gonna have some needs mm-hmm. like then you know what's gonna happen or so like yeah sure but it, i mean that doesn't mean that I mean, you can you can still have the intention to help somebody out for for most of a trip, but that doesn't mean that you all always feel like it. You, I mean, there can definitely definitely be moments where you're like, Kobe, I'm just I'm just freaking tired. I I mean, please, I cannot do that right now. Or you like I don't know, you lean on Jonas a little bit more. Or yeah, I mean, I know when I was in, at the Vialpina at some point, there was just a couple times where I was like. Uh, well, I can't. Not, I can't. Run, I cannot run this section, or I'm just really tired. I have to just look after myself because I'm. If I'm gonna be this tired only five days in, then I'm not gonna be any of any help to anyone. Like once we're ten days in, so there was some parts that that I also I like kind of have to look after myself too at some points. And I don't know. Maybe it's also because it's much shorter or or whatever. Um, that, but I was wondering if there's if there's just never been a point where you were like, Jesus, I don't, I really don't feel like doing this, but I'm just, yeah, just going to ignore that. And I'm just going to do it anyways. Uh, for me, there really wasn't a moment okay. like that. <laughs> no, uh, like, oh, yeah? I, I think like, especially like you nailed it on the seven, like on the, on the, the planning of the days, like, it was like right up my alley, like getting okay. up early, getting yeah. to bed early, getting seven to eight hours of sleep. Like, okay. 
I'm all fine. I could have done that for 30 days. Okay. Like the more intense part for me, like personally, was yeah. living in a van with other people okay. 24-7. Wow, that's an like, interesting because, one too, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm used to being alone more often when mm-hmm. I'm just at home. Yeah. And like just being surrounded with people all the time okay. was more more of a like so um, how how did you navigate that yeah i just enjoyed the moments where i was in the car by myself <laughs> <laughs> like, like those like it happened like three or four times maybe okay uh when there were no like supporters or um people that i had to like mm. uh, transport in the car mm-hmm. and jonas was running with you then ah, I was I just see. like by okay. myself and I literally, those two hours or two and a half hours were, mm. were mine. Yeah. Like, okay. And I really enjoyed those moments as okay. well. But it sounds like those were, those were enough to reset your, or to, to, to nourish your introverted sides. Or do you still feel like it was kind of like on the edge and you could definitely uh, could have used some more time on yourself too. No, no, no. Those were definitely like good, mm. especially because on the length of the trip, if it would mm. have been like 30 or 60 days, yeah, I think I would have struggled. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that's interesting to hear because that's, I mean, I'm glad you bring it up because that's just, I mean, I don't want to look for any trouble where there's not, but I, I just, I mean, I just also, even though I really appreciate that, um, that you guys want to help out so much. I mean, you're still, yeah, you're still, uh, yeah, you, you, you're both a person yourselves with your own, yeah, needs and preferences. And so I'm just kind of just trying to, to understand or also to point out that, yeah, you, we're just a group of people that have to figure out a way to, to, to get along. And I was just curious to see if there were any of those spots where you were like, you had to, yeah, talk to Jonas and try to, yeah, I mean, uh, see if you could un- get on the same page where you could get some time to yourself, for example, or it just seemed to turn out naturally where you didn't even have to have those conversations. Uh, no, we didn't really need to because mm, okay. I think also Jonas is a kind of the bit is a bit of the same person. Like mm-hmm. if he doesn't want or need to talk, he won't mm-hmm. talk. So okay. um, like it was the right Jonas is the right kind of person to put aside like nice. my my personality let's okay. say like if it would have been someone who's like way more extroverted like yeah. uh, we I might see. have hit yes, a yes, few yes. bumps here and there but okay like i yeah i didn't yeah. really struggle at all on cool. that side yeah, that's interesting to hear how, how do you feel about that jonas uh i kind of similar i also didn't really struggle um in the I didn't know Nick before, uh, and yeah, mainly because Nick is just a, a nice person, mm-hmm. but also because of the fact that the trip was not that long. Yeah, um, I can definitely imagine that I would have more personal struggles if if we mm-hmm. would have to keep up with that for yeah. thirty days. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So. Something else that maybe I thought was challenging was a bit communication um, mm-hmm. for logistics that went very well, but like okay. communi- communication towards you, okay. I always <laughs> found it quite difficult for what should, what can you say 
to yeah. help him, what is yeah. okay to tell, what what not. Um, yes. Certainly, as I was one of the only one, mm -hmm. the only persons who always knew the distances yeah. uh, to the next point, I, I always other support runners also didn't know where the van was located or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or where the, the crew would be. Yes. Um, well, I knew that most of the time. So, but um, you want us to pick it on that? Like I ran a few times with uh, the supporters and they would just like go on their phone, look where the van was and they would start calculating uh -huh. back how many <laughs> kilometers they still had to run. Okay. So like they didn't, but they kind of did. <laughs> okay, that's true. So so like you're, you're pointing it out because you kind of wanted to share like how far we had come already, for example, to keep me motivated or like what did you... What, where did that uh, train of thought take you? Yeah, just it's it was also sometimes difficult to see. Just on the one hand, we were a crew trying to push you uh, a bit, and on the other hand, uh, you're obviously a friend, and then mm -hmm. it's a bit strange to see you suffer like that. And yes, uh, I, I noticed that also when Justine came, <laughs> she saw she was more like. If it's not fun, well, you shouldn't do it. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> she, had, she didn't have the crew mindset that that we had. And, yeah. And yeah. So yeah. 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 She did have a really good point, though. I mean, I, I appreciate her for that perspective, uh, because yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, I mean, I can definitely see how it uh, how it is challenging to to see how you can be most helpful to me because I mean I was very aware of the fact that I have had a lot of really silent sections um, because I just wasn't such an yeah I mean my my mental was on such nice edge and if I would pick up too much extra information I would just tip over to just really really struggling again for like a couple hours and then to then get on the other side of the nice edge again but um, it's uh it's it's definitely something that i don't expect you guys to feel super comfortable about um and i, I struggled with the same thing when we were running in the alps last year um because i also didn't know carl that that well and so he, yeah we also had long long sections where we didn't talk at all where it was like well should i ask him a question or should i just shut up or should i ask him if he wants to eat something or should i just not bother with that or like how do you like, how are you even helpful uh, in those in those moments? So, yeah, but I think I, I can recognize. I think I didn't really struggle too much with that. Like, mm -hmm. I was mostly also just grateful to be there with you mm -hmm. and yep. just have those silent mo moments. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew you were going to eat when you had mm -hmm. to or mm -hmm. you were going to drink when you felt like you had to drink. Mm -hmm. um, so, I wasn't really worried about that. Mm -hmm. um, also... On a trip like that and with stomach aches and all of that, I like saw the boundary of not pushing you to eat stuff that was mm -hmm. still in your um, backpack when you came back to the aid station. Mm -hmm. Like the first aid station was like, uh, should I tell him that he needs to eat that bar too? Because that's mm -hmm. like 200 calories and he needs those yeah. 200 calories. And mm -hmm. I was thinking like in like the grand scheme of it all, mm -hmm. it's like it's not even a thing. Like yeah. if you're doing like a small little run or you just want to perform, then mm -hmm. like I would have told you like eat that because yeah. you're going to need those calories. Yes, but yes. in this 
endeavor like was kind of too small a thing mm-hmm. to even note like to yeah. even like tell you so yeah. um i just enjoyed those quiet mm-hmm. moments where we just ran alongside each other for four hours yeah and i mean it might sound really simple but it's actually that's the biggest uh favor you can do me really at that point it's just really to be comfortable with the silence yourself because it's really easy to make it yeah i mean a lot of people can feel really or can feel really uneasy when when they're confronted with that much silence and then they just start talking out of their own discomforts but then now they're putting their discomfort on me because i can't handle it (laughs) all their all their questions and information and so just be in there with with me however silly that might sound just be in there for someone be in there while i'm suffering just me knowing that i'm not there all by myself is just really the biggest favor you, you you can do for me really so it's um that yeah it's uh that that's that's really what it what it boils down to um it's yeah I yeah it was not the silent yeah. part also for me and mm, okay. i am also a silent runner so i, I yeah. didn't have any problem with the silence it was more like yeah how can i be helpful a bit because mm-hmm. yeah i imagine your brain is doing all this kind of crazy things and mm-hmm. You're noticing all the pain, yeah. so it's a bad question to ask. Do you have pain? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I sometimes try to ask so what is going on in your head. Yeah. To that's to a pretty good question. Make though, it but... a neutral question and yeah, try to make you yeah aware that you are thinking of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was a pretty good one. I can recall that you asked at least once. I mean, you probably asked more often, but that. But I can definitely recall that you did that one time and I appreciated that question. So that that's definitely a good one to recall. Um, let's see where we're at. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have some questions to cover from, I mean, two questions from people uh, that, yeah, ask a question, obviously. So, I don't know, do you guys want to add anything about how you feel about the adventure or how you're looking back on it? Or do you want to jump into those questions and, um, yeah, start start running up the this conversation? Maybe just one other note, like okay. the one big part of like one big influence on mm-hmm. how i look back on this is also the weather like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like i i sometimes like i imagine if it would have rained for, rained yeah. for like four days or Changes two days everything. or three days like in that small van getting everything yeah. done and ready when you come in like being yeah. wet yeah. wanting to sit dry inside like yeah. it would have been such a hassle and so yeah. annoying yeah. Um, that i like i'm really really grateful for yeah. the weather for sure to be on our part like on our side yeah yeah i mean there's no better weather that you can <laughs> you can actually get than what, what we've got i mean oh yeah yeah no way i mean even at night it wasn't even freezing so i mean maybe well, 
apparently for the people in the tent it was freezing but for yeah us. it was like when we when we were next to the river at the kayak center mm-hmm. i think the end of day three like mm-hmm. when uh class left again mm-hmm. um the morning after yeah. on thursday morning when i uh, took the tent away like mm-hmm. it was i took the poles out everything and the tent would just stay stiff like there was nice. literally like a whole layer of ice on top mm-hmm. of there but also That's probably funny. because we were next to a river so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i'm sure yeah each, each morning in the valleys you could tell it was significantly colder than when you were further up the hills so yeah def- that, that definitely played into it i'm sure but, but yeah it was just something i wanted to mention yeah. that the weather was really nice no, definitely definitely fair points uh i mean thomas last year when he did the same trip he was uh at least half the trip was in snow so that's i mean yeah, that obviously obviously changes everything um i mean rain it's probably even more annoying but yeah and then, and then the soaring heat that's that's also something else but we were yeah we were definitely lucky and i i'm also grateful that we got to do it in the the conditions that we that we got presented with so yeah thanks for pointing that out you anything left jonas or you want to jump into questions no, not really. You can go to the questions. Okay. First question. Um, it's uh, it's kind of twofold. So it's it goes as this: How did you decide to continue with knee pain, and how do you know you're not doing permanent damage? Um, so the way I would answer that is that uh, I, at that point I honestly did not know. Uh, I did know that the only thing I could do was to decide whether or not I was going to continue. And once that decision was made, I didn't want to reconsider it like over and over and over because that's when it starts to become really, really hard. Um, so it was definitely, um, something that I was really hesitant about in the moment, uh, because it's a type of pain that I would usually associate with injury and i would definitely not continue when i was would be for example on on a training run i would just cut it short and go home um it's a typical feeling i believe uh of an of an um uh, runner's knee it's it's not something that i've faced uh in the past i mean i've had patella um uh, like irritation patella irritation and stuff and i was playing badminton but that's that's not what this felt like. There was really sharp pain on the outside of my knee. And in all honesty, at that point, I was really more, yeah, just concerned with the amount of, it was just really uh, uncomfortable to to continue to run. And so when I just tried to embrace the pain and I noticed like, okay, when I take it all in and I just stop feeding into the story that my brain is trying to, get me on um and then i can actually continue to run with this sensation and so i was i was just assuming that when this gets really bad i'll be able to tell and then we'll see and we'll go from there but as long as i can continue to run i'll continue to run in hindsight honestly i probably and that's still what i'm gonna do um i'm gonna go see a physical therapist and i'm just gonna ask what what happened exactly because i still don't know and in the future i probably would just contact like at least yeah a physical therapist that i that i trust and feel comfortable with just to get an opinion of a professional because i'm not in a good place at that point to make make a decision it's an injury i've never had before and i just 
just so I don't know, my brain is making a lot of assumptions about how bad it is and what kind of uh, damage I can yeah, uh, sustain from that. So it, it's just a decision that you're basically not in the right spot to to make uh yeah to, to decide on and so that what that's what made it really difficult and somehow i decided to continue running but like i pointed out at the very beginning i'm i'm still not quite sure if that was the right move to make um so it's um it's 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 something that in hindsight i definitely uh, doubted about and um, i'm just really curious to to see what um yeah what uh, what the feedback is going to be from the physical therapist? So that's that's what I would say about that that question. I don't know what you guys make of that or what you would add to that. Yeah, but I don't think there would be any doctor that says yeah yeah you can keep running with it. Well, that that's that's a really good that, point. I, yeah, I do think there like you just need like you say a physical therapist that you trust and mm -hmm. like one that understands what you're doing as well yeah exactly like because like if you go to a gp like a general yeah. practitioner like if like they always say it's not going to be healthy because yeah. you're running more than 20 minutes each day like yes they're very conventional and conservative on like working out mm -hmm. like well i would, the, I would definitely not generalize of, but I, I i think i can see what you're saying yeah, it's maybe a, a bit too much of a generalization, mm -hmm. but like you, you just need someone that you trust and who knows your background and knows what you're doing, mm -hmm. and also maybe can relate a bit, mm -hmm. um, and then you will get maybe a more like, um, yeah, a bit yeah. of an answer maybe. Yeah, but also like in the end, it's still your decision. Eh? So yeah, for sure. Like. For sure. It's still gonna be the like the decision if you want to keep going on it or not. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, now I've definitely learned that you can continue to run with a lot of pain, and which is good to know. But that still doesn't mean that it's something that I would necessarily do again in in the future. Um, and also, I know for me that it's definitely not worth it. If like, let's say, I don't want to turn it this into like a, a habit where I'm like, okay, I ran a multi-day event and now I'm gonna get surgery and on to the next one. So I mean, that's that's really where it's no, like it doesn't make sense I think to me anymore. Also, Kobe, if you would have had like an injury where you would need surgery, then mm. it would have been a lot worse a lot sooner. Like, yeah, I feel like when yeah. the pain is like where you tear a muscle or whatever like mm -hmm. there's no way of running further yeah i would think so but i honestly don't know too i mean i would yeah yeah i mean i know that it definitely hurts a lot and that i would usually not continue to run with something like that and it's uh yeah it's it's i mean i think maybe where where or the way I would conclude this question is that it's, I think it, there's there's always this gray area. And what I decided to do is I wanted to explore the gray area and get experience for myself and see if there's anything to those assumptions that my brain was making at that point. And so now I've given myself the opportunity to learn, but at what cost, I do not know yet. So it's, it's just really, even like you almost pointed out, there's no doctor that will be able to tell for sure 
um, what's going on um, and whether or not it's 100% good, or like clear black or white, yes or no to continue. Um, so I think just being able to handle those, uh, yeah, that, that gray areas is, is important when it comes to that, those kinds of, of decisions. Um, yeah, and you ultimately have to, yeah, trust your own, your own decision and take responsibility for it as well if it doesn't turn out the way that you expected it to. So those are hard decisions and there's no clear cut answer to it, I would say. Completely true. Okay. So then uh, I would jump to the, to the next question. And I'm definitely gonna butcher the answer to this because there's a lot of things that, uh, that go into it and also that we do not have a lot of experience with either. But uh, we got quite a few questions about our food care routine and we can definitely tell you what we did and why we did it. Um, and then we also gotta point out what other aspects there probably are about this routine uh, and that we don't have any experience with, um, yeah, either. So uh, I would say the food care routine and the, well, during the day, it's already important to just gauge how wet your feet are getting. Uh, if it's raining, obviously it's, it's gonna be because of the rain, but if it's hot and your socks are picking up a lot of um, moist, then, then obviously those can soak your or make your uh, the bottom of your feet really wet too. So um, keeping them dry by just changing socks, changing shoes, uh, putting in some, putting on some baby powder every now and then just to keep them dry is that something that, that definitely helps. Um, and then when we got to the camp, the first thing uh, that was always ready was the, was baby, uh, baby, was basically the, um, the, the foot bath with some salts in it and the salts are supposed to calm your feet it's hard to tell what that exactly means but it feels good and they feel calmed down <laughs> afterwards and they uh, i think it, it has to do it, it just cools them off uh, it helps with the swelling too i think and then it also helps you clean them because if you run for like 100 110k uh a day then your foot just hurt a lot and if you have to rub a lot of like yeah you just have to to rub them to get them clean it just it just hurts and it's uncomfortable and you may tear some blisters or just rub yeah and some some wounds that you have already so just soaking those feet is something that makes it much more um convenient and less painful and then uh yeah, after that, it's just really important to to air them out, to just let them dry after the, the foot bath um, and just put on some some slippers or a salvatin, as they would say in, um, in, 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 in West Flanders. So it's, uh, it's, it's, that's definitely something that, that's important to, to think of. And then if you notice that your feet are getting, yeah, getting really, um, yeah, hard or, when they lose their like their softness or suppleness or how do you say that suppleness is for sure not a word in english <laughs> but uh yeah when they when the, the the skin of your foot starts to get hard it's uh you you can use some some foot cream to to uh yeah to smooth it out again uh before you go to sleep so those are the things that we well i, I didn't end up using the cream but I definitely could have done it um, in the the last couple of days. So those are the things that we do have experience with. 
uh, together with putting up your feet. That's really important at night. I started doing it too late, but to really reduce the swelling, it's really important to get your feet up higher than your, your heart, basically, um, so that you can definitely reduce the swelling on those, on those feet. That, that's really, really important and makes running in the morning that much more comfortable. So, um, yeah, what, 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 what am I forgetting? Uh, I don't think you're forgetting anything. Mm -hmm. That's did everything that we did. The, the talk that you yeah. yeah, the baby powder. The baby powder. Yeah. So, uh, no, that, yeah, that's definitely an important one. And then I would say the things that we don't have experience with, but I believe would be important if I would have started suffering yeah, more from blisters is, yeah, just know how to treat your blisters. And I'm definitely not an expert on that. What I've heard is that you would only um, break them open when they actually hurt or when you feel like they're gonna tear open um, themselves anyway. And then once they're open and you still have to run, you just wanna make sure that you disinfect them and you put a plaster on it. But then when you're back at night, you preferably leave them open if I'm not mistaken, so that they can dry out and then, yeah, the skin can um, can continue to heal itself. Um, if you get hot spots, I don't know how you, how you say that in English, it's when your skin gets really like hard. Um, it's, uh, yeah, and in Dutch it's eelt. I don't know if any of you know how to say that in English. Like it's just the dead skin on your, uh, yeah. on the... On the Hard on the heel skin. of your foot mostly, yeah, exactly. Or I between my, your toes, on my big toe, and basically because it was starting to build on my big toe, I uh, it's so they call it a hot spot because you create more friction because of that t hard skin, um, and then you actually start building up blisters underneath that thick dead. I had skin. one of those. <laughs> yeah, those are the most painful, um, and are the the hardest to get to and to to um, to to uh, heal. Uh, uh, apparently, so those are things that then you basically would um would have. Is that a file? No, it's not a file. It's not a file. It's a it's a you basically use a scraper to uh to reduce those spots so that the <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you, nice. you, you use a scraper to to get off the dead skin and so to keep it all supple. Then you can use some of the um, some of the cream too to uh yeah to keep it all smooth and and loosened up um and yeah those are two things I, I i would add um yeah and in honesty there's probably more things but i have no i have no experience with with it it's luckily on one end but then on the other end we are when you get faced with it you, you still have to learn it so it's um yeah it's something that if we're going to be doing more of these things i'm definitely going to have to uh yeah have to pick up on that foot care skill. But that's what I would share about that for now. Um, like I said, unless you guys think I uh, I forgot about anything. No, we like, you told them everything that we did and also what we didn't do, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, those are the questions that, that we we got. Um, we obviously also answered some questions uh, on the previous episodes. Uh, I don't know, Nicorionas, if you have any any questions that you think might be interesting to the to the people that are listening. Um, uh, maybe one more question. Um, how did your like 
um, when you started in the morning? Mm-hmm. Like, did it uh, did your view or like how you mentally like or like how your brain was managing mm-hmm. the day ahead? Did, did that change from day two till day five, or was it more like the same feeling day after day after day? Yeah, it was very similar day after day after day. Okay. Um, what did change was the days that I got up and my knee hurts. Oh, a lot, yeah. a lot changed then because it's just I, I just realized there was not going to be any free sections anymore. My knee would just hurt from the, from the beginning, and uh, that that definitely made it more challenging from day three on forwards. Uh, I would say okay. so that yeah that 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 definitely definitely changed um because in all honesty i would would have been really curious uh and i don't know if that's something that's even possible but i I was just so surprised to feel how little i mean how little pain or whatever i mean i everything other than my right foot and knee didn't didn't seem to bother me at all there was just a general like weight of just continuing this this journey and just continuing to move forward that it's at some point it was like wow guys i'm running for eight hours again already today i'm not have another four to five maybe six hours to go like like am i enjoying this but that that was more like the 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 challenge on day two but then on on day three that that all changed because my my knee and my foot it's basically all that i continue to feel and it was just in so much pain and i would so i would just be really curious to see if it wasn't for the knee and the foot but i don't know if that's something that you get to say because maybe there's always something and you always push until you're yeah unconsciously you hit that next thing that hurts but uh I mean, all in all, I'm really surprised to see that I'm not sore at all in any like other muscles or whatever. So I would have been curious to see if I would have just been able to continue to run the same on day two, uh, on day five, uh, as I was on day two, it wasn't for the, for, for the knee pain. So yeah, that's something that okay. I would be curious on, on one of the next adventures. Yeah, I also have a very important question that, okay. that you already registered your FKT. Oh, <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, why, why you ask? I was just uh, wondering. Yeah. You do plan to? Or? Uh, it's not on the list for now. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. I wouldn't really know uh, what it takes to, to register for the FKT. Um, so, so no, I, I can't promise that I will, will do it, but let me know if it's important to you. No. Still thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't need to do what you want, but uh, yeah. if you need help, I can help you. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I've been before, so I can help you as well. <laughs> okay. Awesome. No, that, 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 that's good to know. That's good to know. No, I mean, I would, I would rather maybe use that as a little segue into, uh, into the final section of the, of the podcast, because something I do want to put more time into, uh, and obviously Nick is, is part of this as well, is, uh, is, is, yeah, really just inviting you, uh, if you're interested in, in any of what we've been talking about, um, just invite you to join our, our coaching program at, uh, at In The Zone. So, uh, because I don't know, I mean, we haven't talked about it much at all, but basically, um, Nick and myself, 
uh, have a uh, yeah have a, a coaching well it's a coaching it's a company uh, where we coach runners and what we really focus on is 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 help you yeah grow peace of mind through running so I mean I don't know if you could tell from the way that we've been talking about everything we've been doing uh, on uh, on our way across Belgium but yeah that peace of mind is really what's if anything most important to us and then everything that we do in terms of results and and yeah, the, the times and speeds that whatever we do, those really come secondary. Uh, all we bother with is just feeling good about what we're doing. And then, uh, yeah, everything else fall, falls in place just, just naturally. It's, it's really not something that we're, uh, yeah, we are concerned or we stress out about too much. So it, the program is really about just connecting people with, yeah, more with adventure, uh, inner peace, uh, and, and just, yeah, help you flow through life more freely. Just really nourish that, that feeling of just, yeah, of, of freedom and, and inner peace. So that, those are really things that are core at our, um, in, our, in our coaching program. And something that we, uh, that we are gonna start incorporating in, in, that, uh, in that coaching program is that uh, twice a year, we're gonna go uh, with the people that are in the program uh, on or yeah on a, on a running weekend, and so the first ten people that sign up for a new coaching program uh, before April tenth, so that that's yeah in about ten days, uh, yeah they get to come on the weekend for free. So it's um uh, yeah it, I mean it's it's uh, it's something that I'm pretty excited about. So uh, yeah, if that's something that you're interested in. I would definitely uh, recommend you to just share the word weekend with us in the DMs on our Instagram profile uh, at inthezone.coaching. So, um, or if there's any other way that you're in contact with us, you can definitely uh, yeah, reach out uh, to in whatever way is most convenient to you. Um, the, the weekend's really gonna be all about just reconnecting with yourself and nature. It's about unwinding and nourishing your body and mind. Uh, so we're going to be, it, it's pretty funny, didn't, didn't mention you. Well, no, I did mention it to you, Nick, because we talked about it on the phone a couple hours ago. But the, the weekend's going to be back in the woods that we ran only uh, last Friday. So, uh, yeah, we, we fell in love with those woods because they just, I don't know, they radiate so much stillness and silence. And it just felt so peaceful over there. Uh, and I could tell that I mean, almost everybody that we run with made that same comment that they were like, wow, it's so peaceful over here. And so, yeah, we're really excited to to get back to that place not too long from now. So uh, yeah, we're gonna be running in the woods that we fell in love with during the run across Belgium. So uh, that's, that's definitely the cherry on top. So yeah, if this all sounds exciting to you, then definitely reach out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to see if you're a good match for the program. And then, uh, yeah, we can definitely set you up if that's the case. So um, I definitely wanted to throw that in there before we rounded up the podcast. So uh, I don't know if there's any other things that you guys want to add before we finish. Um, not really. Like, okay. I'm very, very keen on uh, this weekend and like the next few months yeah. of launching this program and yeah. working together with you, Kobe, yeah. and with all the new Me athletes too. that we're going to yeah. be coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited as well. I'm, I'm really looking forward to who we're going to be getting or who we're going to get to know. So, uh, yeah, I can. But also, I can like, I'm also sure. very interested in things I'm going to learn and yeah. the things like, 
it's gonna like um yeah the, how it's gonna get back to myself as well as a yeah. person and as mm -hmm. a coach yeah so yeah very excited cool cool i'm, I'm really glad to hear that anything you want to add to on us uh, when is it <laughs> can <laughs> i join this group first one interested <laughs> as well uh the the weekend's gonna be uh it's, it's probably gonna be june uh 10th to uh to 12th so it's pretty soon already yeah 10 to 12th that's, that's when we're gonna be having the weekend so yeah if you're interested yeah you can reach out by sharing weekend and the end okay. on instagram uh, 10 to 12th april no no no, no june, june. Ah. <laughs> yeah that would be soon I wouldn't be able to run myself by that time, I'm afraid. So yeah, I'm gonna have to give myself some time to get back to it. But if there is- But it's parents' day then. It's parents, yeah. Okay, yeah. you have to get your father's parents day. straight. You, you can father's still call, day. you can call him. Okay. You can get your phone for five minutes. No, okay, so I would say uh, that would be a good place for us to end this one. Um, thank you very much guys for being here and definitely for being uh so supportive on the journey across belgium um i i don't i don't i don't see any uh podcasts that we're going to be doing about this adventure in the near future but maybe if we want to do it we can still we can still do it <laughs> we'll see but i'm just uh, i'm just saying that this is probably going to be the summary podcast for us um and so yeah thanks once again and uh yeah talk to you guys later bye 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 see you soon ciao